And it's a happy TGI Friday to you on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller with aspects, aspects, and more aspects. <laughs> Whee! Boy, this is really something. Okay, I want to ask you a question. So how many of you, by uh, showing a raise of your hand, would you say you either have experienced or have known someone who has experienced what we might call spiky energy over the last, say, five days? We uh, got a nice email from a listener in London and was saying how they were having to walk and do all this physical exercise just to shake the energy off. I've had so many people write into the podcast page over at Subconscious Mind Mastery where that's about what I do on Facebook is over there. So uh, Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Listeners Facebook group. And people are writing over there about the same thing, just spiky energy right now. Well, today, you know, if we looked at the aspects, now look, I, th I know that we can always control what side of the coin we're going to be on. I think one of the greatest educations in astrology is to absolutely realize that the law of polarity or the duality of the universe is alive and well in the astrological chart. And boy, today's chart just illustrates that perfectly. Because in the same aspects, with all this complexity that we have going on in the chart right now, and the moon is at the hub of this whole thing, we have a T-square. So the moon is opposite Uranus right now. By the way, I'm looking at the chart a little bit ahead here. I'm looking at the chart after the moon moves into Scorpio, which happens at 1.20 p.m. today. So we're on the tail end of Libra, for those of you listening here on Friday morning. And then 1.20 Eastern, it moves into Scorpio. Now, you know, Scorpio, I mean, here we've already had what everybody's been defining as spiky energy. And then the moon moves into Scorpio. And what does Scorpio have? The stinger's tail. Whack! Boom! Pow! And there's another little detail that we cannot or shall not overlook. And that is that the moon is in detriment or depression. In Scorpio, all of the original planets, so that's the sun through Saturn, basically, have a sign that they are happier in. We call that exaltation or that they're not so happy in. The, we call that being grumpy. Some astrologers might use the term detriment. Fun astrology, we say grumpy. Moon is grumpy in Scorpio. You know a Scorpio, you'd say anything is grumpy in Scorpio. <laughs> I'm one, so watch it. Uh, <laughs> hey, I didn't pick it. I Well, maybe I did. I didn't do it consciously. That's one of those, what would you be if you could consciously pick your sign? I'm a Gemini rising. I think I would stay right there. Anyway, I digress. Sorry. So we need to keep an eye on this Scorpio moon as a trigger because of that grumpiness. And we've got this Mars-Venus thing going, too. So we could, um, uh, let's talk about the T-square first with the moon. Let's stay with the moon, and then we'll talk about Mars and Venus. So the moon is opposite Uranus, all right? So there's some, uh, just watch for some, again, unusual behavior, unusual activity, unusual stuff. And the moon is square to the stellium. So it's got Saturn, Pluto, the moon. Uh, we catching Mercury. Yep, we're catching Mercury. So in the midheaven, so all that, I mean, there's just, it's just, you know, it's just catching everything right now. Where the energy is focused, it is being triggered. 
As we were talking about the big conjunction on Sunday, these were the aspects that we had our eye on coming out of it as the moon moves its way back toward Capricorn. It only has two more signs. It will move back in there on Tuesday, Tuesday about noon. And then the new moon will be next Friday. And that will actually be in Aquarius, not Capricorn. So we have a Scorpio moon that is throwing some interesting aspects. So you've got an opposition with Uranus. You've got a square to the stellium. And then Uranus is square to the stellium. So that's what completes the the big T-square. But then duality and polarity and everything in every area of our life. It's one of the basic universal principles, just like gravity. We have a big grand trine, also involving the moon. Who else? Venus and the North Node. So see, the whole thing is still what's this whole shaking of the foundations that we've been talking about is still going on. And the karmic work is still at hand. It's just, are you going to be on the alignment of the moon with Venus and the North Node? Or are you going to be on the alignment with the sharper aspect to Saturn and Pluto? Hopefully, you've already done your Saturn-Pluto work, so you can just enjoy the Venus-North Node. Take me benefically where I'm supposed to go. Show me new insights. And when consciousness or awareness is not present, then... You know, I've said, when Saturn or Pluto need to do their transformative work, they don't want to get up any more than you do. When you're watching TV, they'll reach for the remote control. So they'll go for whatever whatever is closest. So if the moon in Scorpio is over there, uh, moon's grumpy, moon's all, all bitchy, if you will. Saturn and Pluto needs to get your attention. They'll just fire off that scorpion's tail. Like, how did that feel? Do we have your attention now? Yeah, so I'm going to choose the former. (laughs) I would imagine you would too. Okay, and then let's talk about the square with Mars and Venus. This one's kind of been lighting up all the folks on Astro Twitter. All the astrology folks on Twitter have been talking about poor Venus. This transit with Venus in Neptune just has Mars throwing a square to basically the whole thing. So again, there were comments or there have been comments about that it's not living up to its fullest potential in Pisces. And that's with Neptune in there. That's what we've been talking about. So Neptune is in Pisces, modern ruler Neptune in its home sign of Pisces. And we were talking about the um, exaltation and the grumpy. So Venus is exalted in Pisces. So it's in happy land. Venus is happy. Neptune is happy. Pisces is happy. Mars is throwing a tail. Now, here's how, again, here's how we can also look at that, is Mars is a fire sign. It's in Sagittarius, a fire sign. So it's adding a little bit of fire. It's just along the lines of a square. Now, a square aspect typically is known as tense or brings tension or friction. But remember, Sagittarius has a lot of spiritual qualities and characteristics about it as well. So before we just throw the baby out with the bathwater and say that, oh, Mars is screwing up the Venus transit in Pisces, why don't we say that this has a really high spiritual component to it? And we obviously have spiritual battles in our life every day, do we not? So why don't we work on what, why don't we, let's back and take a step back. Why don't we identify and work on those spiritual tensions 
and then we can flip the energy of Mars back to its power source, it's in a fire sign. So once we've worked through the tension, then let's apply the connection of the two planets. See, this is how the ancient astrologers often looked at it. They looked at it as they were just connected. So work yourself through the spiritual tension and then fire off that Mars-Sagittarius fire energy to really amp up your spiritual, perceptive, intuitive game. Does that make sense? All right, there you go for TGI Friday. I will be back through the weekend as we continue to follow this all the way around. All right, have a good Friday. See you tomorrow. Bye.